So it's either you can judge yourself by comparing yourself to others, which never works well. You can judge yourself based off if you're getting cast into roles, which sometimes doesn't happen because everyone gets dry spells. Or you can judge yourself based off of how you feel and how satisfied you are with what you're doing and how the joy that it brings you. Welcome to Jesus and Juliet. I am so excited that you guys are here. We are on episode 12. Um, and that's really cool because I just surpassed 500 downloads, which is super, super exciting. Um, so with that being said, I want to introduce, I want to introduce you guys to my first guest. She is one of my alumni, Zoe Clark. Hello. Hello. Um, and she graduated last year. She had a really awesome high school theater career, I would say. <laughs> I had a pretty good director. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she played a lot of really great parts. What are some of the parts that you played at Veritas? Um, well, my last, my last role in high school was as Adelaide in Guys and Dolls. So that was a big deal because we had mm-hmm. never done that kind of thing before. <laughs> it was terrifying. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, yes, it was terrifying for me too. <laughs> Um, I played Aunt March in Little Woman. Um, I played Queen Elizabeth in Richard III, Mrs. Kilbride in By the Bog of Cats. She nice. was a fun, good old Irish grandma moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which sounds like she might be nice, but she was not. <laughs> no, I was not nice whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she graduated last year, and just tell me about what you've been doing like where you're going to school what your degree is in and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I am a theater major at Stanford University not Stanford I'm not that smart and Mm -hmm. in Birmingham Alabama my I concentrate in acting and directing but I tend to do like a theater generalist so I'm working on all aspects of theater and growing in those areas um so yeah that's what I've been doing I'm a freshman right now obviously been a lot of fun I've been very busy (laughs) yeah I've I've seen that on your Instagram so when you're a theater generalist do you eventually choose like a specialty or is that what you're are you just getting a BFA in theater so mine's actually a BA um, okay because it's it's more general like I said they have they do have a BFA in musical theater and then a BFA in theater for youth which is like our own theater education program um but the acting directing track that I'm on is a BA because they want me to be able to branch out into more generalized areas if you want to right okay cool (laughs) so do you I mean I know you're just a freshman but do you have thoughts on whether like what you're wanting to do Um, I've talked to like upperclassmen and professors about it, but right now I'm feeling like I might start my own experimental theater company somewhere and do more like different forms of theater that's not very traditional. Yes, because you know I like to get into people's faces when I'm acting, so I'm gonna like branch that out even further. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm 
so that's why I'm trying to do like learn as everything I can while I'm here so I can take that and use yeah. it as I will I guess so. right that's really really cool are those I mean I it I feel like I've heard of that before but I'm not I don't I've never been to one like what mm-hmm. do that what kind of theater is it like what does so experimental the, mean <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much like testing out new ways for how theater can be manifested on stage so one of the styles I'm really interested in is immersive theater which is there's no difference between where the audience is and where the stage is right so like sleep no more in New York it's a kind of the big example of what immersive theater is right now okay have you heard of that or yes okay Mm -hmm. so that's based that's like the highest form of immersive theater there is there's more low-key types where you don't have to buy a giant hotel for the audience (laughs) to be in right so how has it been going um, so what I, I see you working on a lot of technical aspects. I know that we've had conversations, um, when you came back that you're auditioning and having trouble making into shows. Um, mm-hmm. so what, what has that, like, first of all, okay, let's back it up. Sorry. I'm getting ahead mm-hmm. of myself. What were you most looking forward to? Like what, um, kind of what were you thinking was going to go really great and what were you most excited about I guess um probably just like learning more about theater because like a lot of the learning we did at Veritas it was done through like shows which is great and I like got to learn through that but I haven't had that many like traditional acting classes where they like teach you how to break up a monologue and like uh, different styles for approaching acting and so that was I was really excited to and just more like learn about everything in general because you know I'm like a kid in the candy store when it comes to theater right right exactly so you're excited about the like classes and everything and diving mm-hmm. a little bit deeper than we were able to do yeah. um so what when you got to college and you started to make friends and all of that stuff, what kind of, I cannot think for some reason, the only term I can think of is like, what punched you in the face? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Why? My brain is not working, but what like struck you as like, oh, this was not what I expected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I, uh, I'm a freshman and I haven't been cast into any shows yet here there which is normal for a freshman because you know you're a freshman you're new you're still figuring out how it works and you're going against really talented upperclassmen right um but Sanford one of the things I love about Sanford is that you there's so many opportunities to get plugged in because we have our main stage season which is like three or four shows a semester. Then we have our underground theater, which is run by students, and they typically do an additional three shows a semester. And then you have like just random shows that are being put together by whoever wants to put on a show or like seniors who are doing their projects. So there's, which means there's a good amount of auditions happening. I don't know, auditions, I don't know what I said. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. I, I felt like I said auditioning, but that's not a word. <laughs> we're, 
we're just waking up. We just had the time change, so everyone's all messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so and I've been auditioning for a lot of stuff, but I haven't, and I've gotten called back for a lot of great roles, but I haven't been cast in anything, which is hard. And yeah. so it's more like figuring out that, what is, why am I not getting cast in it? realizing that it's not just saying hey you're not good enough to be cast it's hey you're not what we need right now and this isn't the role for you at the moment right yeah um so first of all what well what is underground theater for y'all so underground theater um it's a organization run by students produced by students directed acted everything's done by students so there's very minimal faculty involvement um basically so students who are interested in directing they pick a show that they want to direct and they can propose it to the underground committee which is made up of i think there's like six of them i'm not really sure because i'm not on it obviously um, and they go through all the proposals and they decide which ones would pair well the best with each other with the main stage season and just which would allow students to have a new experience experiment no experience <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> um, and then so they pick about a selection of the shows that been, have been proposed those can range anywhere from like one to five uh, last semester, it was only one show, but it was a big show, uh, Yellow Boat. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, yeah. It, that, was, that was really cool to see. And this semester, there's three, I think. Yeah, there's three different shows. Two of them have been written by students as well. So uh, you've got the main stage and then the, the show, the underground, and then you've got shows that are for people's like classes, like seniors need to. Uh, yes. Because okay. seniors at Sanford, they have to have like a yeah. capstone project, right. which is like their final big thing before they go out to the real world. And a lot yeah. of that, a lot of times that's it. Hey, I'm directing or I've written and I'm directing this show. I'm going to hold auditions for it. It's just, right. it's just on their own. So, so you've auditioned for all sorts of shows. Mm-hmm. I've and, auditioned for right. everything I could. <laughs> right. So are there other people who are kind of talking to you about that or what are they saying? Are they kind of saying like, you need to work on something or are they saying, no, this is completely normal. Just wait your turn type of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, uh, they all say it's completely normal. Um, yeah. This semester has been weird because there's, there's been a lot more freshmen who have been cast this year than right. usual. Like we have a freshman playing Rosalind and as you like it, she's one of my good friends. Yeah. And so that that's been weird and that's been just just weird to everyone <laughs> including the freshmen who are getting cast <laughs> right um, but usually it's freshmen don't get cast at all they don't even get called back a lot because yeah. that's just how it ends up being um i talked to uh one of my senior friends uh she was in a show that i was the assistant stage manager for and I was telling her about it one day, just like, hey, this is on my heart and I'm struggling with this. And right. she told me she didn't get cast at all her freshman year. And then sophomore year, she had a great season. Junior year, she didn't get cast again. And then senior year has been really good for her. So it's wow. just... Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's on and off seasons for everyone too. So, so just going back to, um, because I think... I think that's true. Like that happens, um, especially because it's a smaller school. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, I think at bigger schools, there's just more opportunity, but there's also more people. So, um, it could be the same either way, but also it's, um, you know, something that I've kind of thought about even with Veritas is because I feel like you guys tend to get pretty decent sized roles repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. And then, then I send you off and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I, I do think that it's completely normal, but I, I also think, yeah, that it can totally affect your, like your mind. I mean, you can start to think, um, is this for me? Like, is this where, what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, did you have, have you had any of those kind of feelings where you're like, okay, either I need to improve or this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing or anything like that? Oh yes, definitely. Lots of late night thoughts of, am I supposed to be a theater major? Was I wrong about this? Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then I'm always like, I always realize like, it's because there's something better for me down the road, if that makes sense. Right. God has a better role or not a role because obviously I didn't get the role but (laughs) but there's a better role (laughs) yes there's a better role for me that doesn't involve me getting the role (laughs) (laughs) exactly um (laughs) I something that you mentioned earlier was just kind of feeling um like and what I can think what I think can be um, almost an idol is not necessarily like, okay, you know, is this not for me that like, I think that's really normal thinking, but, but saying like, I, okay, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I, I need to do better. I need to do better. Is that something that you have kind of struggled with where you're Mm -hmm. like feeling very like, um, like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and, um, you know what I mean? And have you felt that kind of take over your mind a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely struggle with that because I'm the kind of person who, if something doesn't go the way I think, I immediately blame myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, and like theater is such a weird job to, vocation to pursue because there's no like set standard to determine how you're doing and if you're being successful in it because it's all based on chance and just luck a lot of times mm-hmm. um, yeah. whether you're getting roles and getting cast or if you're not getting anything at all it's just it has nothing to do with you a lot of times it's just the way to dice roll so it's either you can judge yourself by comparing yourself to others which never works well you can judge yourself based off if you're getting cast into roles, which sometimes doesn't happen because everyone gets dry spells, or you can judge yourself based off of how you feel and how satisfied you are with what you're doing and how the joy that it brings you, which I'm trying to do, but I'm struggling with getting there all the way. Yeah, I was watching this. So, you know, I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> It's no secret. Yep, you definitely do. (laughs) Um, So, of course, I watched her her documentary that was on Netflix called, I think Mm -hmm. it was called like Miss Americana or something. And there was this right at the beginning. If so, if anyone is not a Taylor Swift fan, but you want to know what I'm talking about, it's right at the very beginning. So that's really awesome. (laughs) But she was waiting for a phone call from 
someone, her manager, I have no idea who, her publicist or whoever, maybe it was her mom on the phone. I don't think it was her mom, but, and she, so she's sitting there and she's getting this call and it's the time when they get notified of whether or not they were, they were nominated for a Grammy and it was for reputation. So it wasn't the album she just released, but it was the album before. Mm -hmm. So there, and you know, she's being filmed. And so this lady calls her and she says, and so Taylor's like, I'm just sitting here waiting for you to call me. And she's like, okay, well, um, you know, I'm still waiting for some nominations to come in to figure out whether you got this or that. But um, I will tell you that you were not nominated for best album, but you know, like the main ones or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she, her response was so spot on to like, I feel like how I am with one act, it was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, it wasn't good. I got to make it better. I got to do better. Like immediately. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you're saying it out loud. I usually say it in my head, but it's very mm -hmm. like, okay, like that's fine. I have to do better. I have to do better. Like I need, she said, I need to make a better album, which mm -hmm. not that her last album was bad or anything. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. as artists, we get so in our head. Oh, definitely. Right. And it's like, it becomes about creating for other people and not creating for ourselves and not creating for God. And just the way that she reacted, because I, I saw it, like I saw myself in that so hardcore, just it reminded me of one act. And I think it's because, and I often wondered, does anyone else go through this? Because most people aren't competing with a show right but now I'm thinking yeah mm -hmm. I guess actors when you're auditioning it's kind of the same thing but I felt I felt it because that's how one act is for me like I I and it's not so much like I want to succeed from for me but it's for my students and that's where it mm -hmm. kind of gets tricky because it it's it's not always maybe I think in my heart, I'm in the right spot because it's not about me, but it also mm -hmm. needs to just be about God and doing a good show. And so I, um, but yeah, cause I've, I have felt that like after, you know, we have our award ceremonies and then I'm just mm -hmm. like, okay, next show. <laughs> <laughs> You're already planning the next yeah. show as soon as yes. you announce the first. <laughs> right. And what did I do wrong? And I need to do this better. And I didn't spend enough time on the set and I didn't spend enough mm -hmm. time in costumes and that, you know what I mean? And all of these things. And, and it just is what it is. It's subjective. It's someone else choosing mm -hmm. what they want to see, you know, and it's, and when you guys go to auditions, it's that director choosing like what they want their vision to be, you know, they have a vision and it's, and it's kind of competing a little bit with your heart, honestly. And so, mm -hmm. um, how, how do you think God, like, where have you turned to him to kind of pull yourself out of that cycle of feeling down about your auditions and then coming, um, and then trying again, like, obviously you're, you keep going. So where, um, how have you looked to God to help you through that? Uh, well, it's been really nice for me because one of the biggest struggles with not getting roles for me is that I'm not being involved in anything because I it, I need to be involved in something or I'll lose my mind, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be anything big like acting or anything, but if I'm not working on a creative project, I just kind of sort of get restless. 
So God has been really nice to me about that because whenever I don't get roles, I'm still getting like technical jobs or just being able to help with scenes for a directing class and still having ways to like use my creativity that may not be like on a stage with a program being handed out for me. It's so, uh, for example, we had our 10 minute play festival, which is a bunch of students direct a 10 minute play and they cast it and it's their final for beginning directing. And they held auditions for like all these 20 different 10 minute shows. And I didn't get cast in any of those, uh, which I was really hoping I, that would be my kind of first step into being on stage. But then I ended up uh, volunteering to be the soundboard operator for the entire festival, which meant that I got to work with some faculty members. I got to watch all the 10 minutes and learn from them, if that makes sense. And I got to still feel involved in some way. So that God has been nice about that, still letting me have some sort of involvement with theater and not just be sitting at home alone wondering when am I going to be doing what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Twiddling <laughs> your thumbs. Mm -hmm. um, have you had, because what I, what I learn is I have these moments where I'm, you know, doing something that is not necessarily what I wanted to do, but it's where God placed me. And then I have this epiphany where I'm like, yep, this is okay. Thanks God. Yep. I like, I see what you're, well, I see what you did there. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you had any of those moments where you're just like, okay, I understand, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Sometimes like I'll see roles that I didn't, like I might got, might have gotten called back for, but I didn't get the role. Um, and I'll be like, oh, I wonder, I felt like I was a really good fit. I wonder why I didn't get it. Maybe I should work harder. Is it me or is it just the way it worked out? And then like a couple of weeks or a month or two down the road and I'll realize, oh, that's why I didn't get the role because that would not work well with me at the moment. Like it was either this upperclassman was built for the role practically and like put on a beautiful show because of it or I didn't want to be a part of the process as much maybe or just like I learned a lot by helping out behind the scenes or just even watching the show then I might have learned from acting in it if that makes sense. Right yeah totally because I mean down the road it's helpful to know all of those things I mean, especially because of what you're, I mean, I know that you haven't set your heart on the experimental theater thing necessarily, but if you're going to do something like that, you do need to know all of the aspects of a show. Mm -hmm. um, just like directing, you have to know all, mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff, um, yeah. which is- and It's also nice because like faculty members, they know that it's hard for people to not get cast in the shows and they're, they're still there to like be like, hey- I, you're doing really well with this and I want to recommend you for this job or hey here's a book here's a play that I think you should be that would be worthwhile reading for you or I'm really liking what you're doing with your monologue so there's still affirmation other than getting roles those are just more hidden and subtle yeah oh that's really cool has there been a moment where kind of along the same lines as before where you were watching a show and you it um, maybe didn't resonate with you and your faith. And so you're like, okay, kind of glad I wasn't a part of that. I mean, I know that, um, mm -hmm. 
uh, Stanford is, isn't it Christian college? Yes, it's a Christian liberal arts college. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. So uh, even even so, has there ever been any any moment like that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people think that going to a Christian college means that the theater only pursues specifically Christian art. Right. Um, like it's all Jesus loves you, right. the musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loves you, the musical. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's not the case at all. With Excellent. Because they want you to, yeah. they want you to do harder materials and figure yeah. out like how to take this harder. Because that's what the real world is like, and they still want to prepare you for it, but they want you to still have the safety of if you're not comfortable with doing something, you don't have to, and you don't feel like you need to in order to succeed, which is a nice feeling to have when you're a college student trying to figure out everything. Right, um, right. So we do have a lot of shows, particularly in the underground, where it may be like heavier language or heavier content. and when you're auditioning for that, you're trying to figure out, is this for me or is this not for me? Because everyone has different, everyone has a different line for themselves. It's up to mm -hmm. you to figure out where that line is so you don't overstep it. So. Oh yeah. That's, um, and that's really good to, to figure or to think about and figure out mm -hmm. because I think that that was something that whenever I was younger, it's, it was like, I didn't know I didn't think about like, where do I place this line? It was like, no, <laughs> I can't do it then. You know what I mean? Like there was no, like some shows are good. Some shows are not good. It was just like, yep, theater mm -hmm. can't do it. It's bad. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And that's really good to know that. And I, I, that makes me happy that, you know, we, we at Veritas, I try not to, shelter um but mm -hmm. obviously it's high school like we can't be dropping f-bombs and stuff like <laughs> that you know mm -hmm. um but you know i've spoken about writing a show uh, writing a show based on my dad's experiences in mm. vietnam and i'm like you know i could not do that at my current school because they absolutely would be cussing in it i mean that's just mm -hmm. something that was done and um, you know, hi, they're in Vietnam at war. Like, <laughs> you know, like I just don't mm -hmm. want to take away from that that story by by you know cutting that out. And um, you know, and it's fine. I think if you're doing it at a high school, but I'm glad that at college level they are like, okay, mm -hmm. we can leave this in now because this is um, you know we want to be authentic and and tell the story. Mm -hmm. So, um, so what, what do you think is a piece of advice that you would give to a student now who is wanting to pursue theater? Um, what do you wish that you knew going into it and what would you want to tell someone? Mm -hmm. Um, probably to put the foundation of why you're pursuing theater and why you, it's important to you enough to make a career of it not in how successful your auditions might be, but in yourself knowing that this is the right path for you and your faith and that this is the best way to be serving the God you love. Because like college auditions 
are a very rough time because they can, unlike normal college, like admission process involves you like submitting resume and GPA. And if you meet a certain benchmark, then you're in. Theater audition, they can reject you for literally anything, whether it just be your physical state or, oh, we have enough girls already in the program or, oh, I don't like the background you have, or even just like, we didn't like you as an actress and we didn't think you would be a best fit here. And they don't get to tell you at all why you're being, if you're rejected, they don't tell you at all why you're rejected. You just get the letter saying, oh, I didn't get it. So it's important to like not put your trust into the what you're getting and the success you have because you may not succeed and that may not be entirely your fault. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on here. It's been yeah. super, super awesome. Where can people follow you and kind of follow your journey? Mm-hmm. So my Instagram is at Zoe G Clark. It's all the same word. I post a lot about what I'm doing there. Um, just like if I'm helping with tech for a show or what kind of, if I, if I do get a role, I'll probably post it on there. Right. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> hasn't happened yet, but we'll see. <laughs> if you want to see if Zoe gets a role, please follow her Instagram. <laughs> we- but yeah, I like, I, I post my general life about there. So that's usually the best place for people to keep up with my wild nice. antics. Yes. <laughs> We also have a Jesus and Juliet Facebook group. Ah, which, yes. Um, yeah, we are, um, Zoe is a part of it as well as some other people. It is just a space for you to share about shows or auditions or what's on your heart or if you want prayers or, um, or if you're just really struggling with something um, or funny memes. <laughs> it's really... Um, it's open to, to anyone and you'll find Zoe in that group as well. Um, um, I and, was the first one on it, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. Cause I needed, yeah. to add, I needed to add someone that was going to be like, I was, just, I was actually at the gym when you were texting me, like on the treadmill, I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm like running, listening to music and like logging into my Facebook account to join this group. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, Who's not going to judge me? Uh, Zoe. (laughs) She'll help me. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.